You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. hear myself in my ears here let me turn this up a little bit for the for your line and and a little bit a little bit less of me here we go There's in a way to where we have never even learned each other's language to even begin to understand or we just assume that it's impossible and I- <laughs> what was that I'm, I'm hearing i'm hearing other audio right now uh, like a fact my opinion is that there are certain gender norms and certain things that are and our genders that we can't understand from each other. Did I sound weird there for a minute? Yeah, that was pretty. It was a nice trick. Was it? Is that? No, I, I was just getting. I get a little low with my voice. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Don't understand. No, please accommodate. <laughs> That's what it is. Like you have to respect it. And there's some things that we, you know, we have to have those conversations. So I like, hear Chris when he was talking. I was like, yeah, man, like. There was a lot of growth, you know, so uh, I'm really excited. And if- so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I got a lot of different voices. That's really fun. That's fun stuff. Um, so uh, Hunter should be joining us fairly soon, and then he'll, he'll probably want to do a little. Um... You heard about what happened to Hunter tonight, right? Oh, what's that? He got arrested for. Um... Um, he got arrested for, um, unlawful possession of a fire hydrant. It's a pretty serious charge in New Jersey. There's a lot of fire hydrant theft. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I would imagine that, uh, because they're useful. You know, you turn the side of them and water comes out. Yeah. Hey, would it be okay if I, can I intro myself with my own theme? Yeah, absolutely. Do, yeah. Okay, I asked my good friend Michael Bolton to help me compose something, and this is what he came up with. Michael Bolton, already. Okay. Approximately one minute and 17 seconds of copyrighted music later. All right. Hey, that brought my energy level up. That was fun. I, I It was weird. I heard this vibrating sound like a few seconds ago, and I'm not sure if that was part of what you were doing or if my phone vibrated. Is there a vibrator in the room? Hey, yeah, something kind of went, vroom, vroom, like, you know, like a, like one of those uh, socket gun things for cars, bolts and things, like vroom, vroom, one of those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's called a snitch pitch. Oh, okay. It's a, uh, why is that? <laughs> one might ask. Because, you know, um, you pitch, you know, you're pitching, you're trying, you're, you know, it's a good question. And um, snitch pitch is called that. Because it's much how a police informant would play softball. Oh, okay. Underhanded? Very underhanded. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> That's the first. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was going to see if I can just. I, we're, this is good that we're ironing out the logistics now. And this is fun, too, you know, for people at home to see how the antisocial show comes together. You know, this is almost like, like the antisocial pre-show. You know, uh, inside glimpse on how we get all everything just right. Absolutely, I'm about to add him to the call, so uh, we should see him in, in, in imminently. In a minute, minute here. Uh, 
Okay, so we are now all on screen at the same time. Yo! The wonders of technology. Hello, you guys. Can you see me okay? I am calling you from, um, uh, this is a bunker. I'm in New Zealand right now. Oh, nice place. And, and, and how is New Zealand treating you? Is there an apocalypse, perhaps, that you are inside the bunker? You know, the the NZ is always um, crazy, but, you know, they're treating me pretty good. They gave me citizenship, and they gave me a lot of onion dip. And um, they gave me, like, there's a ton of cans of Pringles here in the bunker. Ooh. They're really off Pringle brands, though, like um, Cheezum's Light and... Um, Lays. Saturn. <laughs> but I'm happy. Guys, this is I've been bugging Tyson to get me on the antisocial club for a while, but you know, he's just like, dude, I we're doing a tribute to 90s Oasis, and I said, Is there another kind of oasis? And he said, They put out many albums in the 2000s. So, <laughs> hey, you guys, what's going on? Arcata in the house, New Jersey in the house, That's right? New Jersey. Definitely in the house. And of course, we got California and we got New Zealand all up in the house. Now, do you think Twinkies can be a part of the uh, the bunker experience? Oh, Twinkies are definitely, you know, they're totally a bunker food. Twinkies last. I think they last inside of your digestive tract for at least a good five years, you know. I've been, I, I have pooped out Hostess product whole, though. So. <laughs> Have you ever had um, um, a, 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 what is it? It's called like a golf, it's like the chocolate golf stone, but they call it the chocolate golf ball. It's really, um, it's hard to poop out, but once it's out, it's like chocolate you delicious. <laughs> you know, I, I get those, but they end up looking like those pink uh, coconut things for some reason. Oh, uh, snowballs. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. If you have some Pepto-Bismol to wash them down just to make try to get them through the DT digestive tract, they come out pink. It's probably that. It's got to be that. Um, but that's not the only pink thing you like to eat. <laughs> that's true. I also like uh, uh, pink lemonade popsicles. Oh, yes. That, that's what I was getting at. You like pink. Pink lemonade popsicles are a favorite of yours. But... Um, so Tyson, what part of New Jersey are you in? Um, not, I'm not Bergen County. Oh, uh, no, I'm in Arcata. Hunter, you're in, uh, some part of New Jersey. Yes. I, I, I have originated back to my homeland. I am in Monmouth County again. Oh, Monmouth County, which is, um, is, uh, is Bricktown. Oh, Monmouth is like Point Pleasant, right? Yeah. 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 You know, you know. Straight up. Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Yep, yep, yep. In fact, about 30 minutes. You got to, I mean, you got to love, like, listen, New Jersey, there's there's not a bad part of it. I'm a big fan of it, and I like Wawa, and um, there's a lot to like about New Jersey. I love Wawa, dude. I live off it. They have some great sandwiches, and I don't want to—I don't want to blow up the spot, but they're like, you know, as long as you buy something at the Wawa, that sandwich can find its way into your crotch if you're wearing baggy pants, and they know none the difference. You got that right. <laughs> it's really good packaging, and I've seen Wawa as far south as uh, Richmond, Virginia. They got Wawas, so it's like you know that whole whole nice 
section of the East Coast, Maryland, you're going to find Wawa's. Pennsylvania is a fucking hard market because you got sheets, you got fucking, uh, um, what's the other big one that, like, um, Pennsylvania has, well, there is Wawa, definitely, but there's a lot of sandwich companies up in, in, uh, Hunter, do you know what I'm thinking of? Yes, sheets is one of them. I can't think of the other one, though, at the, off the top of my head, but. I, I'm, I'm sure with my travels along the East Coast, I'm sure I probably have uh, ventured into one. Absolutely. Like, next time you go to Dorney Park or you're in Allentown, you're like, oh, that was it. Yeah. I can't I have a brain fart, too. You know? But <laughs> totally it's so me. weird with all the food places. You go a little inland, and then they have this, this gas station chain. Do you know Turkey Hill? Yes. Because it's the ice cream is very big and the iced tea and shit. <laughs> and... Um, but, you know, I've slowed my roll as I've gotten older with dairy because fucking dairy can be a little, a little much. You know, I don't think mankind was supposed, was, mankind was not, in fact, made like, um, like to have cow's milk. It doesn't really go with human beings. Nope. You know, that it's like, I think that 65% of all human beings are actually lactose intolerant. But it's like, you know, you got the whole dairy industry forcing it all down everyone's throat to do a body good and the milk mustache and shit. <laughs> I think that's what you should put in your body, but it's not. Now, listen, I hear crazy shit about soy milk, almond milk. It's just like, yo, uh, it's not that I have money in this company, but Oddwalla. Oh, I like Oddwalla. Yeah, I, I have the, the superfood green one usually. Ooh, I'm going to try that now. Superfood green one is has a lot of kale. It's tasty. It's kind of got a nice peachy sort of nectarine kind of flavor. Now, could I find this at Whole Foods, perhaps? Oddwalla? Probably. I mean, actually, yeah, you can, but but you can also find it at, you You know what? You can find it at Stop and Shop. You can find it at ShopRite. You can find it at Pathmark. My boy knows about ShopRite, yep. Maybe yep, yep. an AMPM. ShopRite is actually out of all of them. Stop and Shop is much cooler. Out of all three, Pathmark, which may have gone out of business, did that totally go out of business? Pathmark. Oh yeah, they're they're done. Okay, that's a sign of the time. Um, <laughs> Pathmark is the easiest grocery store to shoplift from. Stop and Shop is pretty chill, uh, and they're also known as Giant when you cross into Pennsylvania. But ShopRite is fucking anal about busting people for fucking stealing like fucking thick shit. They got like, they got like seriously, like no matter, like, so when you walk into like ShopRite, right, Tyson? Mm. They got a yeah. like, big gigantic mirror that you think is a mirror, but it's actually their security, right? That makes sense. And so they can see you, but you can't see them. I used to have and, one at one of the stores I used to go to. It was <laughs> a big row of mirrors above where the cash uh, registers are looking out over the floor. Well, anytime you go into a Target, by the way, it's like there's basically there's a door that has like a, um, you know, like a mirror ball, like not not like one of the in the sky mirror balls, but like just kind of like a weird circle. But it's basically that's where like the loss prevention people are. Mm. And if you go into Walmart, like the super center, they have like basically like once you're past the the um, sensors and the, um, the receipt checker. Mm-hmm. Like basically like there's like a room and you kind of are like rolling the dice. Is this like where they keep like the cleanup? Shit? But no, that room is actually where they have like loss prevention. And so the like when you're walking through the door, the Walmart loss prevention people can boom, get right at you. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I think that the new thing 
Yeah, listen, you know, I don't, I'm too old, and I, and I you know, shoplift <laughs> young man's game, and it's fun to see what you can get away with when the stakes aren't too high. But, you know, you, yo, yo, yeah, yeah. And plus, you know, I've been making so much money from my odd wallet and shit that, yo. Nice. But, got that. I wanted to talk about, oh, no, Hunter, I didn't mean to totally fucking over-dominate and talk. I'm going to do more no, listening than talk, I promise. But uh, Hunter is so right on the money that ShopRite is fucking, like, so anal and crazy about, like, shoplifting in their store versus actually, like, stop and shop. I mean, I'm sure if you did something like blatant or you're stealing like, you know, like pharmaceutical items or you're stealing alcohol. OK, then they would make a fucking big thing of it. But if you were just taking like two lean cuisine, like, fucking, um, you know, like uh, microwave dinners and put them up your shirt or something. Shop. I mean, stopping shops not going to care about that. But ShopRite will fucking act like you just, you know, like fucking rape the nun. <laughs> Single shot of, uh, like, you know, the single serving of microwave popcorn. Stop right is acting like you, fucking, you killed the president and like a John F. Kennedy good president, not like, you know, Donald Trump. Not that I'm going to go all political here. And I have a conflict of interest. As you know, uh, Camilla Harris and I, I was her first husband before the new dude. You know, so. Vanilla but Harris? Yeah, did I? Oh, I'm back. Yeah, she's running for. She's um. Oh, Kamala Harris. California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> took me a moment to to catch up. <laughs> My bad. Are you a Pete Buttigieg guy? Me personally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I'm not really sure who I'm for right now. I kind of like they're all sort of interesting, but and how you felt he was the right guy for America. Actually, if we're gonna dabble in the politics for a second. Um, I'm definitely just, just for one second. Okay. I I, 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 I I got no, I love it. Um, so see the, the problem is when it comes to this show, I'm the more political one. So I try to keep the politics out unless we have a guest who, who dabbles in it. Then that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's interesting. I dabble in hard drugs and bath salts. If, if I, if I have to go with one person that I'm like really excited over is Mayor Pete, because this guy is like on fire. He's 37 years old. He's got great politics. He was in Iraq. He was in Iraq. So it's yeah. got like, have any exactly. I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like he's got that, that the ability to talk to the younger people at home to get them more excited to vote and get involved. And I also feel that since, you know, he was in the military and was in war you know, he definitely would have good foreign uh, policies. So I'm like really excited to see like what he can do if given the opportunity. Because let's face facts, they're not going to vote. They're not going to vote Bernie Sanders because obviously yeah. he's a good guy, but he offers too many pies in the sky that America's just not ready for, but already should have if you think about this, right? And he kind of he really just feels like four years ago in that. I mean that. You know, with AOC and, and a lot of the progressives, it's kind of like, sadly, they took Bernie's thing and kind of have taken it even further than him. So he's kind of, I agree with you. He's, he's, yeah, I mean, like, if who knows what would have happened had, had he gotten the nomination. And shit. But there was no way, like, with Hillary, like, you know, like the DNC, she was going to, she was going to lock that shit up. I mean, she's a politician. Yeah. yeah. But she's a, she's a boss. She's a gangster a little bit. But, you know. But what I mean is that, yeah, so Bernie's out. Joe Biden, 
I mean, like Mr. Shoulder. Interview with him and like Chris Cuomo from CNN, who who is very interesting kind of fellow. But like, we're like Biden. Biden was saying man a whole lot. Like he's like a fucking hippie. He's like, hey man, oh man. Like yo, you like like man dropping man a whole lot. Like I'm like, whoa. When did you become fucking Janice from the Muppet Show? Well, I mean, I mean, Joe Biden as a vice president did a very good job in the eight years that he was with uh, Obama. And but the thing about it is we need like a progressive person that's going to go up against someone like Donald Trump. And obviously, Bernie Sanders, he seems to be more focused on uh, home problems like, you know, make sure that we have a living wage, make sure that we have, you know, free health care for everyone. Exactly. And and that's fine. That's all great. But what are you going to do overseas? Like, that's what I'm more interested in about, because right now, Russia, you know, has its sights set on us right now. And well, they're yeah, coming. The, China, I think, with the G5 technology. Well, you know, the thing about it is we owe China so much money. Right. That that's why they invented that. What's that blanket with the where you can slip your arms through Sl- and you can still a slanket? Yes. They invented that so that when we can't pay them back, they could break our arms and we're in comfort still. So it's like, you know, it's like, here's your little mimosa. You know, and we're glad you got your little snuggie with your arms sticking through. And now we're just going to break your arms now because you owe us money. So but the Chinese, they're not going to physically attack us because if you think about it, they already own how much of Wall Street right now, like our trade, like all of our stuff comes from China. Right. So do they own? They actually own a whole lot of farmland here domestically. <laughs> Domestically, yeah, they own a lot of stuff domestically. So I mean, it would make no sense for them, and plus, with us owing them so much money, it would make no sense for them to um, mess with us as far as like a like a physical attack. Mm. Right, right, no, exactly not. I mean, and fucking um, whoa, sorry, someone just threw a ninja star at me. Oh, um, but, um, did you get him back? Yeah. <laughs> But um, what I was going to say is that, um, no, yeah, I mean, like, oh, God, yeah. Here, the, I think all of this, I think the bigger fucking problem is that, I mean, it's climate change and the fact that it's like this planet has, like, really, I mean, like, like it needs to stop, like, fucking now. And we're just on it. We're really on a fucking on a path to, dis, uh, to destruction. I mean, like, you know. I mean, you take a mortal man and you put him in control, watch him become a god, and watch the heads are roll. That's true. <clears throat> All right. So, Which, hey, um, I think oh. that Tyson, you know, ever since you got elected comptroller of Arcada, of Arcada, you know, I mean, you're a whole new Tyson sneer, not sneer, sneer. Saner. Yes, Saner. As in, as in more, more sane. Tyson is the uh, is the insaner, saner man from uh, up the coast. He's virtually heard outside of uh, comedy podcasting or soundcasting. He is the host of Suckatash and our co-host and uh, the magic man of anti-social show. Without him, anti-social show does not exist. So, because if 
because if you really think about this, yeah, dude, I got to give you your your props because you think about this, right? Yes. Did I did? I mean, we collectively came up with the name. I mean, I already had like, I think anti whatever it was Mm -hmm. that brought to the table. But then you decided that, you know, we should say we should call it show. So we came up with a couple of different ideas. It was going to be the antisocial podcast. Yeah. Correct. But at the end of the day, right at the end of the day, you know, I just show up and talk. Like that's that's all well good, but, but that's what a podcast I mean, is. I mean, really, about it. There, there has to be editing. There has to be magic behind it, and you're definitely the, that dude. Like that definitely does it. So it's like without you, there there could be no show because who else? You know, I don't have that, uh, you know, power to just take stuff and take other stuff and put it together and make it sound good. You do. So uh, anyone can. What I anyone can. Do, I do. Not. Oh. I appreciate what you're saying. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Tune in to 94.1. Tune Tune in every Sunday, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's right, Mom. DJ's radio, DJ Malachi. I actually like that. <laughs> right. So, pretty cool, some uh, music in the back. Right. Hey, I'm sorry. My voice changed for a moment. I'm back. It's fine. That was really fun. Hunter, could you do the intro real quick, please? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, so. Okay, so. All right. You ready? Yes. They're coming. They're coming. Welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, a show that says keep your feet on the ground but chase the stars or reach for the stars. I am Hunter Block and he's... Tyson Sainer. And tonight we have a guest, the one, yes, the only, do. Jesse Camp. Thank you yes. for joining yes. us. Thank you. I am professional banjo player Jesse Camp, here to share some banjo tips and good picking tips and also how to pick teeth and get that debris out your craw. And I'm also here for cooking tips and for sex tips and maybe for some uh, sports betting tips. Ooh, okay. All good tips, actually. I'm not here for frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> no frosted tips. What about asparagus tips? Mm. Yeah, I can Possibly. definitely kick back some of them ATs, ATs. <laughs> nice. it, really all de- it really all depends now you want to talk about asparagus right it really all depends because most people don't like asparagus right I've heard, a lot of, I've heard a lot of people don't yeah but it really depends on how you cook it like if you like yeah if if, Who that? if you cook asparagus right it tastes good except don't take a leak I agree there we go <laughs> yep well, almost 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 a little bit more there you go Perfect. Who that? Who that? Hey guys, what's up? My name is Kevin. 
Check out my kiss pants. Oh, oh nice kiss. pants. All right. Rock and roll they all night. Party every day. Do you know something? I would rock those. Man. And yeah. Yo. And, it, and it, yo, I'm 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 uh I'm here in New Jersey. I'm here at Seaside Heights. Anytime you want to come holla at me, holla. So uh, listen, uh, what uh, what's he's the? He's got the accent down. There? Yo, he's definitely got the accent down going on over there. That that's that's perfect. Well, so, I was thinking about going over to Montclair for some high class action. <laughs> Montclair, there you go. Montclair, New Jersey, or maybe I'm going to go to Vauxhall, or I'm going to go to Union, or I'm going to go to Brick Township, baby. Well, if you want to party, go to Brick. Neptune. Neptune, I would stay out of there unless after dark. Tom's River. Tom's River is a good one, too. Red Bank. I don't know. Red Bank, that is where I work, and that's where uh, the stash is. That's where the stash is, yeah. That's where John Bon Jovi's fucking like restaurant for homeless people is too, right? Yep. Oh, nice. Except yep. there's no homeless people in Red Bank. Um, depends on the part of Red Bank. Okay, but if Bon Jovi really wanted to be badass, he could put like a free food thing in Newark. Yeah, he would. There's but you know what? People need that more than Red Bank. I would never venture into Newark. Any town that has two or three of its own comic book shops doesn't need a food pantry as bad as Newark. That he, He's very right. He's very right. You are absolutely correct, sir. The, yeah. First of all, Red Bank does not need a food pantry, and I'll tell you why. Because parts there's only a really small part of uh, of Red Bank that's like really bad, and we call that Little Mexico. No offense, but that's where like MSA 13 is. It's kind of like they they didn't build that part of Red Bank up. Where if you cross the railroad tracks, no pun intended, but seriously, if you cross the railroad tracks, you have like really posh like settings, like you have really expensive stores. Bon Jovi lives there. Yes, yes, yes. And then there's the mansions along the uh, along the riverbanks. Wow. So that's I mean, in the town where uh, fucking Bon Jovi's. I mean, no, no, Bruce Springsteen's from um, Freehold, I think. That's where I'm currently residing right now in Freehold. Well, then you know Freehold has fucking as two sides of the you know two sides of the railroad tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now, now. Where are you from, Jesse, originally? Are you from California? or? No, I'm from Connecticut. I'm from, oh. uh, I was born in Hartford, Connecticut, and grew up there. And uh, so, you know, but then my, my dad's side of the family is from Western Mass, like Springfield, Mass. So I'm definitely like uh, New England, New Englander. But then, you know, I know a lot, you know, like, around the tri-state area, you know, well, all around the East Coast a whole lot. So, you know, See, that's I, what, I try to drop some New Jersey knowledge. I hope I can prove, you know, um, I mean, because listen, then, I mean, uh, okay, all kinds of crazy places in New Jersey. I mean, uh, Phillipsburg, then let's, uh, Cherry Hill, Voorhees, yep. shit by fucking Philadelphia. Yep. I mean, then you got like, you know, um, yeah, all kinds of shit, even Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. I mean. Jersey's a pretty big state. It's I will. Going on. I will say this though. Okay, so most usually when we have a guest on anti-social show, it's usually somebody from California. So I, I kind of feel outnumbered. Um, but tonight I have an East Coast brother on with me, and East Coast is in the house. Sorry, Tyson, we rule tonight, baby. That's fine. East Coast, sir. And speaking of that, like New Jersey has its own Six Flags. 
and you go fucking like you know, uh, I mean down uh, like Keysburg. I mean all the way down the coast. Dude, Kingsburg. I am. My hometown is Kingsburg. Born and raised, no baby. Way. Yes way. Pretty badass kind of amusement park there by the water. Hell yeah, it is. That Hell sounds, yeah, that sounds like fun. Be nice. It would oh. be nice to have an amusement park nearby. <laughs> Uh, it uh, yeah. never leaves. Maybe not. Maybe not too nearby. Hmm. You have two nearby. No, I said maybe not too too nearby. It'd be nice. I was like, well, it'd be I nice to have one nearby. But well, Tyson, pot, like pot, um, amusement park, kind of like Harry Potter's devoted to Harry Potter, Harry Potter World, or like sea. Um, <laughs> what is the about the sea? I see. I'm fucking up the California. That's fine. New Jersey, and I can't even remember SeaWorld. I'm so I'm so glad that Jesse brought up um, Kingsburg because see the thing about Kingsburg is it's not a very big town, right? But no. if you go to places like um, Six Flags, Six Flags is so expensive that your average person cannot afford it, right? So I think like the last time I went to um, I went to Six Flags, I dropped 200 bucks on season passes, and I spent way more money than that after the gates, right? Where, yeah. where the Kingsburg Amusement Park is an affordable it's, – it's affordable for your average day person to go. So like, you can go there, and you don't even have to spend any money. You just walk right through the gate, and you can just walk up and down and never have to spend a single thing. Neat. If you want to go on rides, of course, you have to spend money on tickets, but it's, it's like relatively inexpensive for like the whole family. They know um, their market, though, you know? Yeah, definitely they do. Um, oh, my God. You know, the last time I went to the Kingsburg board, uh, Boardwalk uh, – um, I, I ran into what's called the Bumper Car Psychos, okay? Now, the Bumper Car Psychos... group of people from the Warriors? Yeah, there's, there's these two guys, right? But they're, like, overly... They're, they're, they're obese, okay? They're what? But on, they're obese? They're, they're obese, but on purpose, right? So oh, they're... they're, they're, they're are you saying that they are homies of yours, or they're obese? They're, they're, they're obese. Like oh, have, they're obese. Like right. Ge- not like an oboe. They're not oboes. No, they're just fat on purpose. Okay, okay. Um, purposely. I was fat. just trying to, I was just trying to be nice about it. It's good to be fat um, with a purpose, because you know. I'm I'm a little bit on the heavy side, so I was just trying to be nice about it. But anyway, they were featured in the Weird New Jersey magazine, so I wanted to go meet these guys, and I had the privilege of riding the bumper cars with these guys, and I I had the privilege of getting sacked by both these guys, and let's just say I was black and blue for days. Nice guys. But once you get inside it's the like a fight club kind of way. Oh yeah, that's why they call the bumper car psychos, dude. They promote the bumper cars, and so when you get in there, it, I mean, they don't purposely attack you if they don't if you don't want them to. Like, it's not like they're menacing. But if you say, "Hey, like you know, come sack me," they're gonna come sack you. Hey, make it so, interesting. I'm you know that kind of thing. Yeah. And do they fit on the bumper cars? Barely. I seen the one dude smash the whole front end. Of a bumper car, just from a couple of bumps. That I mean, that's how heavy these guys are. These, these guys are. Do they all... own the bumper car thing, or they're hired by the bumper car thing. More like hired. That's interesting. Wow, that's, that's they're, they're kind of like Kingsburg celebrities. It's kind of like a I, like a mascot thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a situation. Yeah, exactly. In fact, hold on. Maybe if I can hold on one second. If they to work like at an S and M dungeon in New York on their off season, I can fucking arrange it. They should be. I'm able- gonna t- yeah, I'm going to try something real quick. Okay. Uh, this may or may not work. If they can get like one of them for like one of those runs that Stefan does when he describes a place that's themed or whatever. And it's like, and, and we have one of the bumper car psychopaths. So, so Jesse, 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm show. Here, I'm, I'm gonna show Tyson something that's gonna give him nightmares. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. I look forward this, to that. This was the old Toshiba that used to give us problems. You know, you're, you're, it's blurred, first, by the way. But I guess it doesn't matter that it's blurred. I'm sorry. We can see it's computer. I thought we, I was like, <laughs> my when you started showing it to me, my brain was racing ahead in time. I apologize. I don't. Oh yeah, okay, it's Toshiba. Yeah, yeah, but it's still blurry. It's cool. It's because you got the background blurred. Yeah. So the, the the thing is blurry. But what I was trying to show you is that there's a bumper car psycho sticker oh, on the cool. key, uh, on the laptop. It looks like they're kind of like guitar pick shaped or something. Um. Yeah, kind of. So yeah. So uh, Jesse, real quick, how long do we have you for? Because I'd like to play a game uh, with everybody. If that's no, I'm here. Okay, Norm. Up my... Oh, hello, Norm. I don't think Jesse's going anywhere. Okay. Hello, Norm. Nice to meet you. Uh, are you a friend? Yo. Or... Yes. Yeah, I'm here. For whenever I hear about bumper cars, I turn my ears up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, they're they're. I hear they're a good time bumper cars. Hey, so Tyson, I heard you had a game. I do have a game. Yes, uh, so I, I will. Uh, I just will step over there and step right back. Uh, I have to take off my headphones. Oh. So go ahead. And, uh, yes, yes, Hunter. Before we start the game, of okay. course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wait, Hunter, that was a good story about the bumper car guys. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. that was crazy. I miss those guys. I don't know if they're still there or not because I haven't been in Kingsburg in like five years because I moved like an hour away and then I just finally moved back. Let me ask you something honestly, though. These are fun places to visit and, sh- and to pass through. But when you, as an adult, what do you, how do you fucking li- like, like, uh, do you get bored there? Or like, what is there to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is, can you make a life for yourself? And do you like a life in, in, in that part of New Jersey? Am I making sense? Yeah, you are. Um, you no, know, you can you can definitely make a life for yourself here. I mean, there's I mean, if if you um, depending it's on all different. Job if you have something you're working on that you love, it's almost like where you're living. It doesn't really fucking matter. Like if I was like hell bent on becoming a dentist and I'm going to like dental school, I could do that in fucking Indianapolis as well as I could do it in Montclair. Well, but, if I'm living in Jersey. If I was going to be a dentist, seriously, if I was going to be a dentist or a, a doctor or anything, I would either live in Freehold or Manalabin, New Jersey. Me because, too. I, I would not live in Princeton. Oh, dude, Princeton? Oh, my God, dude. They got Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. <laughs> Princeton is like the hotspot for college kids. Seriously, yeah. if you're rich and you're in college, Princeton is the place to go. Princeton University is the posh place to go. But... Now, Tyson had mentioned a game, of course. Um, yes. So I'll go put on my jacket, and, and, and then we can we'll start the game. There he is. And I got, my, I got my game show host jacket. Perfect. Uh, now, we're, is ready. This... Yeah, we're ready for part two of this amazing broadcast. My screen is just white, though, right now. Oh, okay. Now, you don't see now, either of us right now? No, but I mean, if, as long as you can see me, I can hear you guys. Okay. I, well, I just gave you a thumbs up, but you can't see me do that. So, okay. Uh, I'm giving you a thumbs yeah. up. Give me the finger. What's up with that? <laughs> What's the, the thumb? These are fingers. I think that the thumb is still a finger, though. Oh, okay. Can, I guess it does he, follow the umbrella. Of, oh, I see. A, yeah, but there's a finger. Um, it's now, an excellent this, pointer. What? Is this normal? Bubble yum. Like the hubba bubba bubble tape. <laughs> Listen, you cannot use this like in Gorilla Glue to like tape something, but you can eat it. Mm. It's not tape that it's going to, well, 
it actually is bubble tape because you'd stick like a piece of bubble gum on two objects and it'll hold it together just like tape will. So fucking a. Bitches, and I'm not calling either Tyson or Hunter. <coughs> Dear listeners, um, listeners, the bitches in the listening pool. But Dear, um, type uh, uh, Jesse. I, ever, could, I want to talk for just one second about a dude. I'd like to talk about a man named Tyson Sainer. Yes, sir. And oh. uh, the amazing artwork that this man has created that I've been privy to. There's a song that he made with a man named Corey Epps, and it's called Hope. Yes. And yes, I yes, would, yes. um, I just think it's brilliant. Uh, another brilliant project of, of Tyson's that, that we got to get into is Entropy on uh, the Haunted Tour. Fucking dope. I'm glad you like I mean, that. Tyson, tell me about some of the latest stuff that you've been working on. The latest stuff. Okay, so, well, we're working on a sequel Perhaps to the... Come up with Hope or Entropy. Oh. Or uh, the Haunted Tour project. Yeah, or Entropy was... Uh, let's see, there's... I don't know if there's going to be another part. What was what was your question about Entropy, specifically? That, oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, that uh, I did that back in... Uh, I finished it, rather, in 2002, and it's just... Uh, it's kind of, I'm just... Just kind of trying to put together um, things that I, I thought were interesting ideas at the time. Like, I really like dance music, but I didn't really have too, too much technology to work with. So I kind of like... With, How did you make that? Well, I sampled uh, uh, songs off of... Uh, sometimes off of videotapes that I had through the uh, headphone port out of the um, out of the little Sony Trinitron I was working with into, into my sound card. And then I uh, used something called Sonic Foundry to make loops or try to do that. Or actually Fruity Loops was the original thing I used. And uh, who is that? Oh, and, uh, that looks familiar. I don't know who that is though. Is that, I'm sorry. And uh, so, yeah, it was like, for, I just wanted to try different things. Like uh, it's two things in particular. The song Jet Jaguar is something I did for my brother because of this uh, piece of music that he, uh, he would use. I didn't he, know your brother worked on Brother worked at what? I didn't know your brother worked on Jaguar. Oh no! Oh no! No, there the he uh, he inspired the uh, worked on Jaguar the car. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, uh, there's a song from it that from the movie Godzilla vs Megalon. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, and it was just this weird song that came out of nowhere on the on the end of it, and I thought, well, this is kind of funny. Why don't I make a dance a remix of it, like a house mix? Because there's, there had been a house remix made of the Speed Racer theme song, so I thought it'd be funny if I used this song from the end of uh, you know a lot of the stuff I do is because I think it'll be funny or funny or different. Hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger's End of Days was that an inspiration for it? Uh, I'm sure it could have been. I let's see, what year did that come out? Ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Oh no, then I must not have seen that yeah, one until later. Correct. I think. I think. I you think. You were the, upstate. You were in prison. I believe that you were in Folsom in the late nineties, early two thousand. Me? Yes. On tax And I wore this the whole time for comfort. Listen, that's what they give you in the big house. Is a smoker's jacket. I knew but, it. But, I, knew, I knew Tyson was in the big house. I knew it. He's like one of those criminal masterminds that just like oh, he, he knows everything. Invent books on tape. That was Tyson. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So now Tyson. Yes, sir. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, Jesse brought up um, Corey Epps. Yes. Um, because I think. What would be cool at some point in time is having uh, the two of them. We we never done this before. Keep in mind this. Um, we've always had like, one guest on at a time, but it would be kind of cool to uh, have Corey Epps and uh, Jesse back on at, at a future point in time. If Jesse, you can book me on an evening 
evening when Corey Epps is free, I would be there in a heart attack. Awesome. Yes. Like, I mean, I've been all over Corey Epps' jockstrap for fucking dope-ass, like, for, like, years I've been trying to meet the KE. And he's, like, he's, like, an enigma, man. He's, like, you know what? The only man I've met more mysterious than him is fucking Ernie Keebler. Do you guys know Ernie Keebler? I remember Ernie, yeah. the uh, He's the lead uh, Keebler elf. Yeah, these days that man is fudged up. The, the Everybody loves fudge. Fudge problem. And fudge to an elf is like heroin to a full-grown man. And, man, he's on the China white of fudge, let me just tell you. Ooh, white fudge. That Gabler elf's tree is literally a fudge factory. <laughs> I remember the commercials from Saturday morning when uh, the E.L. Fudge cookie came out, and it was, uh, you know, a little short-bred Ernie, and uh, another elf yeah. was walking by him not knowing it was, you know, he'd be, hi, Ernie, because it's, it's him going like this. Ernie, I believe there was inbred Ernie. Oh, no, I never saw the inbred Ernie. That's interesting. Yeah, inbred Ernie was definitely, he came as a result of a giant Cabler Elf gang band. Oh. Well, that, that must that'd be something. I wonder what uh, yeah. what, what cookies were served at that. Anyway, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so I guess Hunter uh, stepped out for a moment. I can see him come back. But what I've got here is there's a little game that it's uh, when he Hunter comes back. told me that he had ordered an escort from... Um, uh, like from ten forty-five to eleven. Oh, uh, they're getting busy in the bathroom. Somebody to walk his dog. Yes, now uh, Hunter is uh, going to be married soon. Hey, so. hey I'm Tyson. Yes, I'm being a dickwad. I'd love. Uh, please, can you take the floor and, and 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 present us with some stuff? I would love that. Oh, you're doing fine. You're doing great. I like. I enjoy your energy, Jesse. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's you're a very entertaining I person. I dominate like a fucking caged moose, and that's not cool. That's not a good human being. You have a lot to offer, and I need to just uh, I, and I love learning from you. And I just I suffer from overtalkability. It's a treatable disease, but you know. You um you have to take some depressants. So I was gonna say, Tyson, can you tell me about um getting back to all the stuff that you make? That's brilliant. I love it. The oh, the samples, you. all the the Andy Dick piece was very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had fun doing that one. That that's probably the most recent thing that where I just decided to take some podcast audio that I thought was interesting and see if I could make a piece of music out of it. And uh, I felt really good about it when it was done, <laughs> which is like yeah. No, as you should. It's really good. Uh, but I don't know what uh, I don't know if Andy Dick has heard it. Um, I definitely have tweeted it out, and it's one of the reasons why when I make a remix of somebody, I'll put their name on Twitter. You know, in it, so when it goes out on Twitter, they're more likely to see it. But you know, he's of course under no obligation to. I mean, we could give him a phone call. Oh, about that. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, please, because uh, I like that idea. But I, I uh, would like to try to do this first. I did. Uh, I tend I to make to... one of these every every time a first guest a guest is on. First. Hmm? I had to go do a uh, a rescue. I'm uh, sorry. You had to do a rescue, Hunter. Yeah, sorry. I had to, I had to bounce like that. I had to go do a rescue. My uh, my wife was choking on cereal. Oh no! Um, oh, she... I, no, I didn't. I didn't have to do the Heimlich maneuver. Thank God. But uh, I, I didn't go in there like special. Policy you have on her? My policy, my policy is I watch her very closely. <laughs> but I mean, in case she were to come to an untimely end, like what do you? What's the payback on her? I have no idea. <laughs> a lifetime of misery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I would, I would lock, I would like Conehead, like Beldar Conehead. I would lock myself in my room in my cone. Like, why? 
I, different living in freehold if you're married because now you're not going out like fucking trying to hustle sex. You have it in house. You're damn straight, son. All right. So, so yo, yeah. Once you got a bitch, then it's like, yeah, the freehold's cool. I get it. We like to go to Raceway Mall. <laughs> Raceway Mall. Yo, Raceway Mall is good. I like doing shopping in Edison, New Jersey. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Edison, New Jersey, man. That's where my boss lives, so I kind of stay out of there. <laughs> I hear you on that. I once fucking set a Dunkin' Donuts on fire. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> all of the casualness in which that is information is given. Uh, so I have this book here. Uh, it looks backwards, actually, where I'm looking at it, but... Oh, deprived and insulting. <laughs> yeah, I picked it up at Powell's Books in Oregon a few years back, and it's really Thank become you. a great... Uh, are you okay? I don't, okay, well, he'll be back in a moment. Uh, it's been a great um, source of uh, amusement on this program over the years. I've, I've, I've put together this quiz of words. That what it is, basically, is just a... It's is a, this the game we were going to play? Yeah, yeah, this is the lead-in yeah, to sure. it. This is the lead-in to it. I'm, 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 I'm waking back up. That's cool. So it's it's a basically a co- it's a compilation of words that are are not polite, but they're not in common usage anymore. So they've gone they've gone by the wayside, and some of them are are. Hmm? Like the I don't want to even say that out loud. Okay. Like 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 K like like un like C with an un. Sure, but it's not that one isn't in here. But yes, that is a word that is not polite that people don't use. Look, you this are- is- I've had about enough of your B's and Q's. <laughs> your B's and Q's. Yes. So this is a like little... an man working the railroad. <laughs> like a, a what man? Like full time racist stuff, and I'm not going to do it because it's not good. Good to have come out of your mouth, like at any point. No, no, we don't do racist com- uh, 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 content on the show. Not at all. But I should tell you. I said, if you're going to go on another fucking rant about the master like race, I, I just can't do it. I, I, I should tell you that when it comes to this game, I am the master and I'm undefeated. Okay, yo, I'm back on point. Let's play this game. Okay, so so this game is called What Do These Mean Words Mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you left. Oh, no. Keep. <sighs> All right, when he comes back, okay, we'll play. Okay, right, okay. One I'll, second. I'll be here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, J- Jesse really was focused. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Ah, there you are. You you're, you dropped off the thing, as you can see. Hundreds. Yeah. Are you okay? We're just getting ready to explain the rules of the game, and then I fucking, you know, I um. It's okay. It's okay. I felt like done. So I will I will explain them. Uh, and he, Hunter knows as knows this game. So basically, it's called "What Do These Mean Words Mean?" And what I'll do is I'll tell. Again. What's that? Is his wife choking again? I hope not. I look, he's coming back though. There you are. Everything okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Okay, cool. Everything's all right. Yes, everything's fine. Okay, so what is the first word oh, well, in this? I got, I got to continue to explain the rules real quick, but you had a question, sir? One of you did? did you have a question? No, no, I don't. I don't. I'm good. Okay. What are the rules? The rules are really simple. I will say a word, I will spell it, and I will tell you whether it is a noun, a verb, an adjective, one of those, and then I will give you three choices of what it could mean. So it's a multiple choice, and then whoever gets it correctly gets a point, or no points if nobody gets it correctly. Then we move on. There's so five of these. Play, so then it's Hunter and me in the first round. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Both of you, uh, okay. you'll be basically right. competing against each other, and I will be keeping score. And what is the, okay? Oh wait, so we have to we have to uh, we have to do this appropriately. Okay, so now, ladies and gentlemen, 
the returning champion, Hunter Block, is defending his title against the awesome Seth All right, welcome back to What Do These Mean Words Mean? A remix. So that was talk- also Michael Bolton. That's fine. Ab- Michael Bolton used to be a badass hard rock star before his adult contemporary career. But <laughs> ready, I think, yo, Hunter is the fucking reigning champ, but I'm ready to get in the ring with him and fucking show some verbal prowess. All righty Ab- then. Come at me, bro. There's- Come at me. All right, I'm coming at you large like an Agatron. There's five of these, and uh, at some point uh, you may know what the – there's a secret that I use to create every one of these uh, games, and it will become apparent by the end. So the first word is jumentus. Okay, now spell that, Tyson. That is spelled J-U-M-E-N-T-O-U-S, and it is an adjective. Jumentus. Now, I know that like tremendous means like it's it's really fantastic. Okay, and so the, uh, does this mean uh, this is somebody? Is this somebody with a talent for talking with a mouthful of food? Is it an excess of body hair, or uh, does it refer to smelling like horse urine? Number th- number C, horse urine. All right, then Jesse votes for horse urine. Hunter, what do you vote for? Two. Two, which is an excessive body hair. Okay. Jesse gets the first point. And I own a fucking horse, too. I put myself to shame. That's, um, that's good, though. Uh, Jumentus. Jumentus, yes. Yeah, smelling like horror. So uh, here's the this further description. Sorry, Jumanji. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jumanjus. Did you see that there's a second one of the new ones coming out? I did. Yeah, they it, used like old footage of Robin Williams. It's really cool. It looks fun. I mean, I, I like the. Uh, the can you I, like the original Jumanji? You're gonna love the animals in this one. Can I re uh, <laughs> tell a little short story before we continue? Yes, because that's that's what the game's about. Is it's also about making conversation so, happen. Jesse, last time we played this game was with a comedian, stand-up comedian, awesome guy, Josh Barnes. Right? Nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. Nice. He's really a, a very nice guy. I almost think he's Mormon. So he had to do the show entirely by three-way uh, phone conversation, right? Because he didn't have Skype, or his Skype was down, of course. So That's his sign of successful stand-up is when he doesn't have Skype. Correct. So we're, we're playing this game, and it gets to the point where we're tied, basically. We weren't, we weren't doing video back then. Sorry, go ahead. Correct. And we get to the point where Tyson uh, uh, says the last word, and it's um, – what's the name of that word? It's um, uh, the, It was the, the mammal penis bone, whatever oh, it was. Baculum. Baculum, right. Baculum, so yeah. Got baculum from Quantum Leap. Right, right. Uh, yes. So we started talking about movies. Like, you know how, like, they – you know, the movies that make you expect – you know, they expect you to accept things the way they are instead of, like, explaining things, right? So mm-hmm, – Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tyson and I are both huge Kevin Smith fans, but to date, uh, Tyson has never uh, watched Tusk before. Right. So th- there's a, a scene in Tusk where uh, the one dude is like talking about the baculum, which is you know obviously the the penis of a m- mammal, including man, of course. Well, excluding man, of course. Excluding so man, and, yes. the the very last penis is scientifically uh, clinically called a dong. Yes. <laughs> and the the last word, the, or the last. Or, or- 
front naughty. Yes. So we started talking about movies that uh, Tyson loses his shit. Um, so we, we started talking about how movies expect you to, ex, you know, just take it the way it is, right? Usually. So I started talking about Tusk. And basically at the very Tusk, end. Kevin Smith movie? Yes, Tusk is. And what I was like. After Dogma? Yes. Well, way, way, way Way after Dogma. It was after, so, after Red State. Who is in Tusk? Is Ben Affleck in Tusk? No, not this one. The, uh, the whole point, though, is there's a guy who turns another guy into a walrus. And when they saved him, instead of turning him back into a human or trying to, they just left him as a walrus. And so when I got the answer right, I sat back and I was like, Tusk, bitches. All you had to do was just watch Tusk. Because he saw that movie, he knew what the back end was, so he got the point for that. Exactly. So, so, but but Jesse to date is is you know one up me right now. So he I, I got to get my I got to get my game. The on. game yeah. is young, dude. That might just be the only point I get. So let's yeah yeah. <laughs> All right. So continuing to describe it, it's a smelling like horse urine. Also, by the way, resembling horse urine in color and frothiness. So and then it gives. Oh a... yeah, horse urine is hella frothy. I mean, that's like an IPA. <laughs> A nice frothy head on that piss. This delightful word is a wolf. I've seen a horse piss before, obviously, because, you know, we have one. Own so, one. Yes, we do. We own one. I so. feel like Freehold was still equestrian. <laughs> it is. I didn't know either. Very equine. Uh, the This delightful word. Jesse's, like, throwing, like, fancy words at me right now. I kind of feel like, you know, I got I to, gotta, I gotta, like, get my A game going on here. This, go on, go, this go delightful on. word is wolf in sheep's clothing. It sounds festive and jolly, but actually has a striking, disgusting meaning that makes it perfect for undetectable insults. For example, this haggis is just jumentous, you might say, or a jumentous time was had by all. Or, I'd like to thank all of you for joining us on this most jumentous occasion. So, that's the first word. Jumentous. And... I don't usually use sound effects, so this is just something new for fun. Um, it sounds like someone drinking a milkshake. It does kind of. You know, I thought that some of this sounded like a, like the small one kind of sounds like a, like a floppy fart kind of. That's the short one. Oh, that's clapping? That's clapping, yeah. yeah it's, it sounds like that over this here, but I bet over Skype it sounds but bizarre. That's the question. Yeah. What's that? I didn't see a B or C a question. No, no, that's the meaning of the word. <clears throat> what was the question? What what I what I miss? Are we starting yet? Not the next question yet. Uh, no, I was just reading the uh, the the description was So the next we got the next word up. It's uh, yeah, please. Okay, starts with an e. The word is aproctolagniac, and it is a noun. It is spelled e p r o c t o. L-A-G-N-I-A-C. Hey, it looks like fucking Hunter's writing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, he wants to see what it looks like. Uh, a a proctolagnac. Huh? I didn't know that you were allowed to write it. Oh, okay, you, hold you, on. you're totally allowed. I'm sorry. I, I, it's, uh, yeah, you can, you can absolutely write it down. All right. Tell it to me one more time. Uh -huh. Okay. First one starts with a J. The next one starts with an E. E proctolagniac. It is. An, I spell that. That is E P R. O-C-T-O-L-A-G-N-I-A... I'm sorry, E-P-R-O-C-T-O... Yes, sir. L-A-G... 
uh, N-I-A-C. I'm sorry, what are the last parts? Mm -hmm. uh, L-A-G-N-I-A-C. Now, how do we know? I'm just saying that Hunter didn't, like, fucking, like, put that into, like, a fucking iPad right now. Oh, he doesn't have an iPad. Uh, <laughs> if he did. You're right, I don't. Yeah, definitely doesn't have an iPad. Um, uh, I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, like, Brule's Rules, Scout's Honor, too. Totally. No, I agree. I, uh, so it is a noun. Scout's Honor. All right, so. Eproctolagniac. Eproctolagniac. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like drugs. It does. It is a noun, so it is a person, place, a thing. So, uh, is a it. A noun? Yes, yeah, so is it, uh, is it a person who is uh, A, excited by visual depictions of chores involving water? Uh, is it B, uh, being sexually stimulated by flatulence? Or is it C, uh, someone who derives great enjoyment from the counting of buttons? And as I'll let our guest go first. Uh, I believe he did. He's chosen B, Hunter. Uh, so I, I got to go, go with B, too. I got to go with B as well. Okay. And you're both correct. That is... So it's, it's Jesse with two points, Hunter with one. Good call. All right. So now on your proctolagniac, I'll read the description actually, of that. You know what? Though? Yes, sir. Actually, you, you know, what, though, out of all the guests we played with this game, I'm actually um, I'm really glad that Jesse actually had the hindsight to think like, oh, is Hunter googling this stuff? And I promise you, I am not googling it. I am writing it down, and I am using my uh, my brain, of course. To, Brother, uh, I'm just your balls, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> but but that that. Of our low budget. Uh, not, I'm not like you know. Not that we have a low budget. It's actually I don't know if viewers at home know we spend about fifty grand an episode. <laughs> I wish we did. Ugh. Tyson is actually a human. That's all CGI. <laughs> That's right. I'm. I was created by the same people who created Jar Jar Binks. Um, yeah. No. Well, this jacket was far from Pixar. <laughs> yeah. I got a friend in me. Um, so, Eproctolagniac, someone who is sexually stimulated by flatulence, and it says his own or someone else's. And then, uh, some men keep a porn collection under their bed for those occasions when they desire to be intimate with themselves. For the Eproctolagniac, a jar of refried beans is more effective. Anybody have a wah, 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 wah sound? Wah, 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 Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, a jar of refried Man, beans. Pardon? I can't wait to hear number three. Number three. Uh, it starts with an S. Okay. This uh, this word is satyriasis. It, satyriasis. And it is... Satyriasis of the liver. <laughs> yes. It is a noun. That's pretty damn And it... Uh, you spell it? It is spelled S A T. Uh, y R I A S I S. Wait, S A T Y R I. A S I S. Oh wow! Satyriasis. Okay. It is a noun. Okay. Uh, is it 
maniacal lustfulness, specifically in males? Is it a skin disorder, mainly located in the region of the buttocks? Or is it the absence of a sense of humor? B. I'm going to say C. Okay. That's a tough one. That could have been B, too, but I'm going to say C because it's sort of like satire. It's a good, because they're both great guesses. <laughs> it is actually A, a maniacal lustfulness, specifically in males. Satirizes. Oh. Yes. So here's the description. So uh, the con- this condition is named after those, uh-huh, okay, those horny caprapede, caprapedes, that's the word. <laughs> those those Cap- damn people. Cap- I think that made caprapede, I think it means goat-footed, I believe. Uh, the I have caprapedes. Caprapedes. <laughs> the, sa- the satyrs perpetually erect goat men of ancient myths. So there's that. Uh, like a centaur. Yeah, we got the bow and arrow on the thing. Uh, all right, and then we got the second to last word. Score is two for Jesse, one for Hunter, and nobody on the third round. Anyone fail completely? So was that? Wait, it's two for Jesse. Mm-hmm. Anyone can win this still, so it's uh, it's like yo, it's fool's gold out there right now. Mm-hmm. How yeah. do you spell that fourth word, Tyson? Uh, the word is scaff. It is a short word. It is C. Uh, sorry, S C A F F. Starts with an S. By the way, I work with a lot of um, scaffs on film sets, and they have they look bubble tape. Scaffers tape is the best. Scaffers tape, yes. And it, it can hold the lights up with the gum. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we continue, yes, sir. We're talking about scaffers, not scaffers. Oh. Yeah. Yes, Hunter. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. All right. How do you spell scaff? Scaff is spelled S-C-A-F-F. And are you sure you're not re- referring to people that will, like, fucking, if, 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 like, a union is having a strike, they will go in and, like, work? That's a scab. I think, I'm sorry. I think that's a scab, yeah. I've heard, I have yeah. read Yeah, with one B. And it is a verb, by the way. This is this one is a verb. It might be the only verb. Oh, are you scaffing at me? It's something like that. So, Dude, have you seen the fucking new Jeff Foxworthy hour-long special on Netflix? Dude, I was scaffing so hard it's fucking hysterical. I think that I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm steal that word now from now on. Like whatever is funny to me, I'm like I'm scaffing that shit. Okay. Oh my god, I'm profusely masturbating the other night, aka scaffing my wiener. <laughs> I, I think that's like a good code name. Oh my god, I forget, like, scaffing is when you get too much skin off of your penis when you're masturbating. Dude, I scaffed up my dog bad, bro. I had scaff marks from having a child. Ooh, ouch. Scaff, yes. All roads to scaff row. Hey, can I use your scaff room? I have to do a number two. <laughs> and a number four I and a half. Scaff room to poop. I number said, two is urgent. I need this scaff. Do you mind? Can I take a, a, a bubble scaff? Can I take a wicked scaff in your bathroom? Hey, I'm scaffing in here. Dude, you did a fucking giant scaff in here. Did you just eat some fucking loose meat sandwiches at Arby's? Because this is rank. Scaff it to the east. Scaff it to the west. Scaff to the left. I scaff to the right. Oh, my God. I'm getting a real whiff of scaff. Uh, so, 
<laughs> it's, it's all good. Is I mean, that a newborn baby cow or is that a scab? <laughs> newborn baby cow. Oh God. I almost, I almost my, have to leave the room. <laughs> I almost have to leave the room. Is it, it a calf be, or a scab? It might be the the baby in a racer head. For all we know. God, that fucking so daft. That guy's scab. Anyway, can you use scab in a sentence for us? Uh, and does it have two F's? One. It has two. It has two F's. F, yeah. He's like a scaff. If, if, but if I use it in a sentence, it'll give away what it means. So I have to give you the choices. Uh, okay, so okay. give me the okay, choices, choices, choices. Okay, it is a verb. So does it mean A, uh, sneezing and laughing at the same time? Mm-hmm. B, to beg for food in a contemptible fashion? Or C, uh, to flake one's scabs over time? B. Hunter is voting for B. I'm going to need to hear A and B again, please. Certainly. Uh, A is sneezing and laughing at the same time. And B is to beg for food in a contemptible fashion. All right. I'll tell you B as well, and I'll tell you why. Because that's sort of like being on the prices right since I have two, and fucking Hunter only has, like, one. Um, I'm going to tell you this. If Hunter... If Hunter had just bet like 400, then I'm going to say 401 because I want to make it onto the fucking, you know, onto the stage. Before before Tyson renders his uh, his answer, of course, I just want the audience to know that if I lose, okay, mm-hmm. and because I want Jesse to come back anyway, uh, Jesse has to come back. Did I get my rematch? Uh, well, Either, of course, Jesse. all agree there. Uh, in fact, you know what? I'm giving Jesse an open invitation to come back whenever he wants. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I will take you up on that because I enjoy this very much, and I can also bring other, you know, females in here that will take clothing off. So, like, <coughs> we can really sex this up, too. <laughs> absolutely. Anti-social show after dark. Yeah, right. So now, what is the answer? Uh, it is to beg for food in a contemptible fashion. You now, yes! you both got it correct, so that means it is now. Uh, yeah, but listen, you what? Is it, what is it called when you're at a grocery store? You know this one. This is a, this is a separate one. Okay. I'm. You guys have to guess what this word is. When you're eating food at a grocery store, usually in the fruit area, but anywhere there's like open peanuts or anything, you're eating food in a grocery store before you buy it. You are. Oh, uh, uh, sampling. Sampling or cheap? No, that sampling is when you take a bit of an old song and put it on a new hip hop track. Oh, that's right. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, it is. Uh, what's the? I don't know the word. Animals, cows do this to grass. Oh, grazing. Great. Yeah. Grazing. Great. Oh, yeah. I have definitely heard people say that before. Dude, you're such a gracist. <laughs> gracist. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine walking into a, like, dear listeners? I want you to do this. If you walk into a group, shop right and fucking do nine to ten years in the pen. Yes, what he just said. If you walk into the grocery store and you see somebody overly grazing, I want you to call them a grazer. Hmm. But listen, like honestly, it's like you know, like like even with it, Jeff Bezos, unless he's making money for us in some way, and um, but like Whole Foods, it's like go to Whole Foods and fucking like eat at that salad bar right there. That that's so shishi. You know, the, the the honest to God problem with ShopRite and why ShopRite is so evil is because intrinsically ShopRite's customers are fucking low economic, you know, clientele. 
I mean, no. like, because if you fucking actually had money, you're shopping at Trader Joe's or like Whole Foods. True. So it's like, like Shoprite fucking for them to be so like fucking like down on people. If anyone is shoplifting food at Shoprite, they have to fucking eat, and they couldn't get food stamps like in New Jersey. So True. it's like fucking. Any, like, police officer that would arrest someone for, or any judge that would sentence anyone to do any time for fucking stealing food at a grocery store is a fucking sorry-ass bitch. True. People are hungry, you know? It's, uh... Well, here's my theory, okay? <laughs> About... Before Tyson, uh, uh, does... management fucking conglomerates are buying up property so that, like, your fucking young married couple can't even buy a house anymore. True. True. Yeah, it's... Are you renting, Hunter? I totally agree, dude. Like, you, you are you serious? Like, like people in their like younger twenties, very rarely can ever buy a house anymore. No, I, 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 yeah, I'll tell you, people in their forties have difficulty as well. <laughs> well, well, dude, I'm almost forty years old. I don't own a house. Yeah, uh, nor do I. How you define house? I own several cardboard box units, but no, they're not technically houses, and I don't pay property tax on them, so to speak. See, I would do that too. Like, I would just like create like an entire like fortress. I was gonna say a fort. Of yeah, of cardboard boxes. In LA, though, it's like insane. Like, like when you hear about because you don't see this on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, it's definitely a motherfucking thing when they call them tent cities. It's like fucking people like pitching tents on the fucking sidewalk and shit. Yeah, but you know what though? Ten cities. They have them in Philadelphia though. New Jersey too. Oh, for reals? Yeah, but they. But the thing about it is, they're technically homeless, but they work. But they just are forced to live in a tent commune. So yeah, because I mean, like the cost of living. I mean, it's just it's fucking insane, but. This is a socioeconomic discussion that we can definitely fucking have. But, I mean, it's like we have, we got to remind us where we're at point wise in this game. Oh, uh, it's currently three, oh. three to two. Uh, uh, so who's winning? Jesse has currently got three points to Hunter's two at the moment. So, well, you could tie it up, Hunter, at the end here. Uh, I would like to really quickly read the uh, thing for SCAF. And it says SCAF invites comparison with the word groke which is spelled G-R-O-A-K, meaning to stare silently at someone while they're eating in the hope that they will offer some food. Although scaffing tends to... Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Although scaffing tends, tends to take things a step further... Please, please can I have some of your ham sandwich, please? <laughs> please. Uh, at least the groker maintains a semi-dignified posture while groking, not so the scaffer. Quote, it was... Broker anorexic though and just like like really hungry i'm not sure uh, groking is uh let's see here groking is oh it's just just to stare silently so the scaffer that says uh it was always the same thing with the little animals whenever ahmed brought fruit brought sometimes food the broker is just broker i mean then the person eating the food so he has to stare at his friend while they're eating a fucking subway sub the groker is broker and the constable's responsible responsible is not a word Right. Sorry, I, I saw that movie, Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, you ever see that, Jesse? Man, that is a feel-good movie if ever I did see one. It's the cinematic treat. It is pretty fun. Um, You're talking about saving private banks or oh. saving, Mr. <laughs> saving, saving, saving Mr. Ryan? Shaving's Ryan? Shaving Ryan's privates? Um <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one if you're into Norelco porn. Norelco. God, I remember that. Do you remember the uh, 
uh, Reming, no, what was it? What was the shaves as close as a blade or your money back? Or, or was that a Norelco? Dollar yeah. Fit Club. Uh, dollar Dollar Fit Club or Dollar Shave Club? Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, that'd be nice if they were a sponsor. It'd be nice to have Gillette, a sponsor. Gillette, the best oh. man can snooze. <laughs> yes, yes, Hunter. That's not like we're about to say something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's the, the next word? Okay, so the last word. It's last word starts with an E. And it is empleomaniac. Oh, shit. There's nothing more that you do that's empleomaniacs in love with you. Yes. It is uh, spelled uh, E-M-P, like the Experience Music Project. <laughs> uh, L-E-O. Hold on. So it's it's Echo Michael Papa. Yes, Echo Mike Papa. Uh, Echo Mama Papa. Uh, Lima. Echo. Hold on. L. Omega. Uh, October. E-M-P-L-E-O. Yep, E-M-P-L-E-O. Okay. And Emplio was his name. Uh, maniac. M-A-N-I-A-C. <laughs> so it's like the word maniac this with Emplio. Hmm. This is the Emplio maniac. It's a fucking like a maniac that that he's crazy, but you can still employ him. That's a, yes. Good guess. That is a good. Okay. So let's see. This is a noun. So it is a person, place, or thing. So is it <clears throat> someone who loves their wardrobe more than their friends or family? Is oh, it, that's me. <laughs> I like a good wardrobe myself. Uh, I certainly used to dress up a lot. Um, I'm uh, not touching that. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it, sorry, someone who likes their eggs soggy? Or No, that's egomaniac. That's a what? Egliomaniac. It is. It, you're, you sound good. Lego my ego. Lego my egliomaniac. Or is it one who is overly eager to hold public office? No. It's the first one. So Hunter is voting for A, which is someone who loves their wardrobe uh, more than their friends or family. Uh, would, uh, Jesse, would you like to hear the other two choices? Yeah. Okay. They are uh, someone who likes their eggs sloppy. That is B. Or C, one who is overly eager to hold public office. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go A as well. All right. NH. And the answer is C, which was one who is e overly eager to hold public office, which puts the final score at guest Jesse Camp, three, and under block at two. Uh, oh. well, that's just three. I succeed. I succeed. Thank you for playing. I succeed. You, sir, Thank you, you very sir, much for, for have, have beat me, have bested me, but guess what? You have to come back so I can, like, uh, recapture my title. Hmm. If I didn't want to come back, I would have fucking, I would have fucking thrown the game, but, yo, I was in it to win it. I can definitely tell, sir, because I've not lost yet. <sighs> this thing's hot. <laughs> That was fun. Thank you. Uh, Man, thank, but, but thank you because maniac, bro. Empleomaniac. So there's Wait, empleomaniac was not someone that's way into their wardrobe more than their like human people. Wait, do you have long hair? Hold on, I'm trying to look. Do you have a ponytail in the back of your head? Me? I not. Oh. No, Tyler. I used to. I actually used to a long time ago. I had a ponytail and I was sixty pounds heavier. <laughs> kind of like, 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 but that's very cool. 
Well, listen, I was going to say that, um, man, that was a good game. That was fun. What's the name of that game? It is called, What Do These Mean Words Mean? That's a good game. That, that This is, you know, there's this PBS show that's like on, um, on the weekends, you know what I'm talking about? It's always from Chicago, and it's like, uh, this show reminds me of that, but I can't remember what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, PBS, did you say? Beautiful time. Yeah, no, no public radio. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, I, I do like uh, trivia and I like words. You know, I used to be. I, I used to be. I used to call myself a poet <laughs> when I was younger. I used to write poetry. Um, I guess technically, I don't know. Am I still a poet, even if I haven't written in years? I don't know. But yes, I do. I mean, we're talking to the fucking author of Entropy and Hope with fucking Corey Epps. Oh yeah, Hope is. I would say so. You're a fucking poet. Oh. I mean, the auntie. Listen, we didn't even get into. Can you please give give people a little hype up on the fucking on the fucking um on the haunted tour? Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hunter, why don't, why don't you explain your experience of the haunted tour? Uh, okay, so my experience with this was speaking from a person that's never done anything like this. Um, so. Obviously, the idea was, which I had none, um, but Tyson did, and it was basically a virtual, in your mind, haunted tour of a haunted house. Like a pantomime so, house. Right. But, yeah, yeah. So when you, when you walk in, obviously, if you're walking in real life, you, ha- you, had, you obviously see things, like a normal standard haunted house if you were seeing shit. Um, but we, we didn't have that, so we had to basically uh, create sounds mm-hmm. and uh, uh, script right, to make script. you mm-hmm. right script so that you can see it in your mind uh, what you were hearing, basically, and uh, terrific experience. So we are actually doing a Haunted Tour Part 2. Yeah, it's going to be kind of changing it up a bit. I'm, <coughs> I'm Fritz. <laughs> I would like to ask, uh, Jesse, have you, have you ever been in one of those uh, walk-through haunted house things where they put on displays every few feet where, like, you know, and this is the exorcist yeah. room or, or this is the surgery room with, the, you know, or, you know, that kind of thing? Is that is that something that yeah. you, you've experienced? There are a lot of fun. Uh, I used to do something like that back in uh, the early 90s with this group uh, called the Pretenders locally, and they even made a film uh, called Dark Carnival. Not, what about Huh? Bell Biv DeVoe? Uh, what about them? You used to make a haunted house with the members of Bell Biv DeVoe in the early 90s? Oh, no. It was uh, a group called The Pretenders. Uh, they, the... Oh, I know them. The Pretenders are dope. Fucking, um, like, Brass in Pocket. Like, fucking, uh, oh, hi, yo, Chrissy Hine and The Pretenders are dope. She made a haunted house with them? Right. Well, or somebody who at least also called themselves that. I do like, uh, don't get me wrong, if I come and go like fashion. No. Yes, yes, Hunter. I see you doing a timeout symbol. Yes, Tyson. Uh, Tyson. 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 not get hungry for fucking chicken. How 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 are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. What's going on with you? I um just hanging out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, with my throat doing that thing that it does when you haven't had something to drink for a bit. 
There we go. I'm sorry. <clears throat> anyway. You let me know when you want me to jump back on and I'm there. Okay, cool. I appreciate it. I can. It's interesting. There's a little bit of a delay between... Um, delay! Just a tad. But it's, it's not that it's bad. It's just... It's, it's like... Uh, I'll tell you how much it is. You can see... Well, you can't actually see me putting my finger up. But let me... I'll do it. Let's see. Up. It's about a second. It's about a single second of delay. So I'm... You know, like if you ever hear me like break in, I'm really not trying to cut anybody off. There's just a little bit of a tiny bit of a thing. So, uh, you know, I appreciate your... I appreciate you hanging out with us. Of course. It's a, it's a good time. Oh, dyspepsy. You wanted to know about that. Um, did you, what, um, I said, you, I did send stuff. a link. I'm sorry. What? It's very cool stuff. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, this taking the, all this commercial. And so content. you two were upset with them. Uh, actually it was really more Island records. Um, let me see if I can give you, I'll, I'll send you the Wikipedia link to the, to the conflict, because uh, I could probably, yeah, it's called U2. Okay, or I can just read a little bit of it, as, a, as since Hunter isn't here. It says, U2 is a withdrawn EP, a withdrawn EP, by the way, by the experimental music and sound collage band Negative Land, released in 1991. The EP and the band gained notoriety when, lawyer, when lawyers representing Island Records, the record label, uh, label of the band U2, sued over misleading artwork and the use of unauthorized sampling. Um, let's see here. Uh, after, so the history is, uh, after Helter Stupid, which was an album that Negative Land did, apparently, uh, Negative Land's next project was the infamous U2 EP, which included outtakes from American Top 40 host Casey Kasem. In 1991, Negative Land released this EP with the title U2, displayed in very large type on the front of the packaging, and Negative Land in a smaller typeface. An image of the Lockheed U2 spy plane was also on the cover. The songs within were parodies of the group's U2's uh, well-known 1987 song, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, including kazoos and extensive sampling of the original song. The song, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, special edit radio mix, features a music backing to an extended profane rant from disc jockey Casey Kasem, lapsing out of his more polished and professional tone during a frustrating taping, which was captured by several engineers who had been passing it around for a number of years. One of Casey, one of Kaysen's milder comments after trying to deliver a rundown of U2's lineup was, these guys are from England and who gives a shit? All four members of U2 are actually from the Republic of Ireland, Ireland, although Adam Clayton and The Edge were born in England. Uh, U2's label Island Records quickly sued Negative Land, claiming that, the, that placing the word U2 on the cover violated trademark law, as did the song itself. Island Records also claimed that the single was an attempt to deliberately confuse U2 fans, then awaiting the impending release of Octoon Baby. After U2 was withdrawn and deleted, it was replaced with, uh, replaced with another EP, Guns. The incident would be chronicled in a magazine-slash-CD release, the letter U and the numeral 2, later re-released in expanded form as Fair Use, the story of the letter U and the numeral 2, while the EP would be legally released uh, a decade later with bonus material under the name of These Guys Are From England and Who Gives a Shit. Uh, so yeah, that was what that was. And that was, you can actually, I think you can find it on, on uh, YouTube, probably find a version of that. But, uh, yeah, dyspepsy was just them basically taking all that, all that, uh, all that Coca-Cola Wars bullshit that was happening in the, in the eighties and nineties. Um, uh, yeah. and, and making a new product out of it. And you know, there's a whole song about the idea of how, it, like, uh, getting a celebrity to hawk a product. Like, do you remember those 
you know, good or bad. It's still advertising. I do like advertising, by the way. I do respect it as a medium because I, fi- I find it uh, very fascinating archaeologically and anthropologically. Um, but so you, you, you think about it. Yeah, it basically, it basically, yeah. So if you think about it, right? Sorry, I'm back. Oh, sorry, um, if, 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 if you think about it, it basically advertising dominates uh, human society. Yeah, it does. Uh, so the Michael J. Fox Pepsi ad it's, uh, that were run usually at the Super Bowl. Do you remember these, Jesse? Uh huh. Yeah. So like, there, remember, like, there was a thing about it where it was actually Michael Jacks, uh, Michael Jackson, where it was actually Michael J. Fox himself selling a product and that was kind of like you know instead of a celebrity being like not a well-known celebrity like say dustin hoffman did you know a car commercial before he did the movie the graduate or something you know and that's like you know he's an actor you know he needed work and he did that and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that you know i mean and then but then there are people who have celebrity status and then they they start selling things so if you got like michael j fox versus say bill cosby who was selling coke at the time if you recall like you know coca-cola you know have a coke and a smile is you know what i mean this whole thing and that, that whole history of that is kind of like blended up into this album called Dyspepsy, which they couldn't even call it Dyspepsy in whole form on the cover. They had to mix it up and uh, uh, and call it like uh, using anagrams like Pedisip and Oedipus. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know. I, I got into negative land, so I, I kind of like the idea of when people just kind of stick things together to see what they sound like. And that's a short way of answering the question you answered. Uh, you asked me earlier, kind of to give you a little more insight into say a piece of music. And one of them was a thing I did called Koyana Stamsi. And it was just me taking music from Koyana Skatsi, which I love, uh, Philip Glass's contribution to that movie. And, uh, which was the soundtrack and the uh, rhythm group stomp that uses improvised, uh, you know, brooms and sticks and buckets and, things. So I thought, well, it'd be fun to put together those rhythms with those sounds and makes a quote-unquote dance tra- uh, track. Because I just thought it would be fun. I just thought it would be fun and interesting. <laughs> this is good, man. This is cool. So, I gotta have class hanging out. I love you guys. I'm fading a little bit. Okay. Um, now, now, Jesse. Yes. <laughs> Before you leave us, um, just we get it. Well, uh, are you two questions for you? Okay. Yes. Are you willing to come back? Yes. And w- as early as next Sunday. Okay. And would you be willing to possibly rock an anti-social show T-shirt? Of course. That'd be awesome. Very easily. Right now, I'm rocking a. Um, I have no clue. I can easily do that. Um, I'll give you an address. You send it. You get it to me. I'll wear it during the show. I'll do anything you want. I'll wear it. Oh. I'll put it on women, sexy women, and fucking do shots with them in the anti-social show shirt. You name it. After dark, baby. Wow. Uh, you know, you know what? Something. You know so, so Jesse, right? Yes. Also, I uh, what size t-shirt today, do you Yes. Sorry. What size t shirt do you prefer? I can buy any of them from large, medium to like whatever, but large usually works good. Okay, good. Sorry. <coughs> so, um, Tyson. Yes. I'll take that address. Tyson, we have a question for you. Go ahead, Hunter. Okay, so normally, dear listeners, and of course, Jesse, I let Tyson, of course, uh, name the uh, episodes because he comes up with really good episodes, of course. So. I, I think, just this one time, 
I want to jump in. Yeah. And I want to say, I want to name this episode the anti-social show, whatever it is, number-wise, uh, After Dark, because it's so appropriate, really, okay. at this point. Well, how about After Dark you know, with Jesse after Camp? After Dark, you know, and basically, like, you know, during so, the, we have to work all day, but we can uh all night, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. nighttime's the right time to f- Exactly. So, so, Tyson, is this episode, what is this? Uh, this, this, I think, would be either... <laughs> behind Meadowlands. <laughs> okay. Or maybe we were born to... Um, it, uh, it, maybe we were born to procreate. Da, 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 da. Doesn't have, quite have the same... Uh, we are. This would be episode eight. I left my wife in a Kingstown bar. Here I am down in Kingston again. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I, I, Damn. I, I like the whole so thing. So, I'd love to. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something, Tyler, but you're not listening to him. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to receive your information. What was? Did I? Did I understand? Do you want to call the? I just want to tell you that a lot of male friends, but you're probably his closest. <laughs> the yeah. only one that he's told about the Allo Palo Halitosis. Oh, pretty much. I, I I'm I'm honored. And if we're having like an all truth, uh. Tyler also wanted to say something to you. Tyler, you wanted to tell Hunter that you enjoy reading geisha catalogs with Japanese women in them. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Is that a is that a strange thing? Hello, I'm looking around at nobody. Read geisha <laughs> There's nobody that here. Mean you're gonna get Japanimation. Oh, geisha Japanimation. There's a, like geisha 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 anime. Gitch animation. Gitch animation. Are you scaffing at me? No. Yeah, Tyson, no scaffing. Mine, mine. Are you you broking? Do you want to eat what I'm eating right now? You want my food? Are you broking? Is that the deal? (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Stop begging for my scraps. Here you go. so hungry. Uh, but, uh, But seriously, it's terrible to be hungry. I think, yo, this has been an honor. This has been one of the best episodes ever. This is in part one of the Antisocial Show After Dark. Part two happens next week. I think everyone that's watching now, tell a friend, get your grandma, and fucking get the whole family to fucking watch the episode together. Let's grow this fan base. Yes, thank you very much. I, why don't I just do, I'll do the outro, and then we can call it good, and I appreciate it, uh, I love you guys at Hunter. I mean this. I'm so I'm so sorry. I, but I, I will especially we'll do it if you'll have me. I'm there next week. Anytime you want. Even yeah. if you have another guest and you want a four way, we can. I'm, I can up now. I can yo. I'll Skype anytime. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and I, by the way, I have I believe a title that I need to again like defend next week as well. Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll make a new, I'll make a new quiz, or maybe we'll try a different game. So there's a. <laughs> well, that's about all the time we have for. You're going down, man. Sorry. I'm going down like fucking Asian escort on a fucking. Well, that's about all the time we have for antisocial show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block, and Jesse Camp, you're my fucking hero. Honored you, Mr. Block, are Mr. Saner and Mr. Block to Block, please. And be decent to each other. 
Absolutely. I love you guys. I know what I'm doing next Sunday night, and it's not scaffing for one. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. I love you again. guys. See you next week. Right. Love you. See you next week. Nice to Thank you. I do love you. And there he went. Have a good time, folks.